Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Vice podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. This week's episode brought to you by Microsoft. And what? <laughs> Windows 10 and other Microsoft. Everyone's other- favorite internet browser. Yes, Microsoft Edge. Is that it's Edge now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's got it's, it's 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 got a long fringe and a shirt from Hot Topic, man. Hang on one second. I've actually forgotten the name of it. I'll just bing that very quickly. Just bing it real quick, yeah. Dennis, I'm up to my eyeballs on nanobots. I can feel the sweet embrace of Bill Gates's uh his guiding hand already and mm. uh I'm looking forward to a brave new era of Safety from a global pandemic, eventually, and of course, the wide range and competitive pricing of Microsoft products. Mm. Riley, for the actually, just I actually overall. don't feel that great. Honestly, I got the shot yesterday, <laughs> and I'm really actually I'm kind of struggling a little bit to be honest. My arms, my arms are very sore, Dennis. Oh no! I mean, you very- did you did essentially get stabbed. I did, I got I went into a, a room and a strange man stabbed me with a needle. Yeah, any any other day that'd be a cause for emergency. Yeah, he was very nice though. The bloke, he was very. You know, oh, man, I got I I I only two. Let's not get hugely political. I haven't been impressed by the UK's approach to the the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, they're bloody got the, they're doing a good job of the vaccine. Just in and out, mate. Efficient. It could, could have been in Germany. Uh-huh. It was that efficient, right? And this guy, he was lovely. He was in a retired doctor, right? And I'm like, oh, they bloody ripped you. Yeah, we've got one more job for you. <laughs> I'm I'm like, swear hey, up, I swear I'd never pick up that coat again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I said, oh, they ripped you out of your retirement. He, goes, you know, he said, Dennis, he said, no, I volunteered. Nice. This bloke is in his 70s, right? He should be at home with a cup of tea and a bloody, you know, you know, Stephen King novel. And he's instead... Is it the SSC Hydro, you know, stabbing people with needles? <laughs> um, so no, I'm uh, I'm juiced up, mate. I'm ready to go. I ha- like surely, like you got so you got vaccinated in in Glasgow, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Surely, do- surely that's like surely stabbing efficiency is that an all is like through the roof there. Oh, that's why he's so well practiced. That's why he went bam. Yeah, exactly. You know, he spent the first half of his life stabbing people in the streets. Then he spent the next half of his life stabbing people in the surgery. <laughs> in, in clinics, yeah. <laughs> in clinics, uh, patching them up. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Glasgow... Yeah, Glasgow has a lot of knife crime. <laughs> Glasgow does have a, a reputation for people being uh, very <clears throat> um, uh, interested to meet you, I guess. Um, it's not that bad. Really, Riley, but can, can, Riley, just pick one of your one of your friend one of your friends from Glasgow. Just anyone, any random one, and just tell us their nickname. Just any random one. Any random one. Um, okay, <laughs> how about my friend Michael, whose nickname is Stabby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not because he stabbed someone. That's he because he got stabbed. He was the Stabby. Right? Oh, it's stabby, with, it's stabby with two E's, not with a Y. He wasn't the Stabber, <laughs> um, and he's not from Glasgow anyway. He's from Dundee. Uh, he'd, be, he'd be horrified for me to say he was from Glasgow then. Yeah, exactly. He'd be insulted. Um, no, he got he got stabbed at a games workshop. <laughs> well, look, if that, that's a reason to go to, to play Magic the Gathering if I've ever heard one. Man. I've never heard of anyone getting stabbed at, a, at F&M, but I know of at least one person getting stabbed at a games workshop. So, you know, <laughs> they, they'll gouge you for the plastic figurines and they'll gouge you with a Stanley knife as well. Oh, you know? my God. Well, look, if you, if, you, if you know somebody who has stabbed or been stabbed, we probably shouldn't make light of this. Stabbing's bad. I mean, that's not a hot take, right? Stabbing's bad. I'd like, like, like to put us on record as an anti-stabbing podcast. I think we're an anti we're an anti-stabbing and an anti-stabby podcast as well. Well, stabby's fun. We played Apex once. He was some cool. He's he's good. He's good at the game as well. Um, yeah. 
but uh, yes, well, I think I'm, I'm I'm happy to go on Reddit. Uh, on Reddit, I'm happy to go on record. Dennis, <laughs> go on, I'm, I'm happy to go on Reddit too, man. Let's just ditch this thing. Ditch this and go. Uh, okay, get write that it down. bleep ready. Get that bleep ready. Three minutes. Oh, very early. No, four. I'm, I'm yeah, four oh seven or so. It looks 4:10. like ten. All right, I'll get that one. Anyway, Dennis, who's actually sponsoring the show because we didn't land the Microsoft deal. No, well, you need. I'm, I'm getting my second one tomorrow, and then we should be in in good shape. We should be good. All right, okay, excellent. But until then, this show is still sponsored this week and every week by a channelfireball.com. What's cooking at CFB this week, Dennis? So two things, Riley. First of Go all, on. we have the Who is Your Commander quiz, which you and I are going to oh, be taking we're gonna, just Can we do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do that. I like how I was like, oh, can we do that? You're like, we'll be taking this. So, okay. Non-optional, yeah. It's not, it's a not opt-in experience, yep. Dear listener, you got a man on the inside here. I happen to know there's go. going to be a sale on Commander Singles this week. Now, of course, by the time this podcast comes out, that will mm. no longer be news. But at time of recording, it's scoop. <laughs> Sh- should we should we leak it, Dennis? Should we leak it to the presses? Uh, I, 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 I don't somehow. I don't think hipsters of the coast is going to run out. Oh my god! Shaw Fireball is putting seven percent off. There's some singles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to. That, that's hot news, man. Uh, when's the sales start? It should be live by the time this podcast goes up. So if you're listening right. to this, head to shawfireball.com and get all your commander staples at a, a a spicy little discount. And if you're re-listening to this months later because you're craving that smart fix and it's no longer you know early June 2021, hello. We do hope that. Things have improved a little bit. Uh, mm. seem, seems to we seem to be on the road to recovery as a as a as a global civilization. But uh, I hope I hope you're not listening to this with a potato battery and a Sony Walkman. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. You know, that would uh, in in the burned in a burned out ancient made of, an- yeah. ancient records of a podcast. Well, no, this- Riley, what's gonna, you know what's going to happen? Yeah, it's not going to be twenty years in the future. It's going to be. 2000 years in the future when i was gonna say if this is the only record of like you know early 21st century humanity what are they gonna think of us well they're gonna think whatever maddie and hal put in that stone wall man that's what they're gonna think they're gonna be searching for it exactly (laughs) they're gonna be they're gonna be be, uh, scouring yorkshire to try to find it we need to talk about like weightier broader topics than like a frivolous children's card game otherwise people can yes now now in the early 21st century the global civilization seemed to be in absolutely ensnared by this game called magic the gathering yeah (laughs) people were people seemed very very concerned about which commander was the commander for them and we think this might have been something to do with splitting the masses into factions yes in like a hierarchical oligarchical class system (laughs) in the early 21st century the world was divided and ruled over by various warlords now these warlords all all, all (laughs) had different affiliations to different uh well they called them colors which we don't quite understand they all seem to have a different sort of affinity for certain they seem to be broken down on philosophical lines almost Mm -hmm. those who favored quick action and 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 impulse were, were said to be red and this would be this would be fascinating anthropology through the lens of magic the gathering but not the world of Magic the Gathering, the mechanics of Magic the yeah, Gathering. The, no, no, the, the mechanics of it, exactly, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Dennis, I've got a problem. What's your problem? I love Commander. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got many Commander decks built already, mm. but I don't feel that any of them truly represent who I am as a person well, and as a Magic player, Dennis. What if I told you, Riley, there was a quiz you could take that would tell you which Commander you should play or indeed buy from Chavarbo.com using code SMART for that matter? 
what would what would I say? I would say, Dennis, thanks for going along with the little bit that I've set up here. We've already uh, <laughs> already announced the fact that we're going to do this, but you've executed brilliantly, and you've yes anded me into oblivion, and I'm very happy about it. Uh, and you're an easy, very easy partner to work with in situations <laughs> like this. Just type in channelfireball.com or just try to go to, honestly, go to Bing and type channelfireball commander quiz and that'll get you there. You can go to channelfireball.com slash commander quiz. It's there. Or strategy.channelfireball.com slash all dash strategy slash who dash slash is, oh, sorry, who dash is dash your dash commander slash. Well, I mean, channelfireball.com slash commander quiz redirects to here, but that's fine. <laughs> Dennis, when have we ever been in the business of using fewer keystrokes coupon code night not coupon code smart it's all so riley go on this quiz is built differently to the other quizzes oh he didn't yes and me there all right let's go no i'm no butting you yeah (laughs) you're moving this train on down the track let's go um because i was gonna suggest you and i both take this together Mm. and we would compare results but this quiz is made up of a branching decision logic tree so oh so it's not just like a a, it's not just like a a, a, you know, a teen Vogue quiz where you line up a number of A's and B's and C's. No, you got. we won't be getting the same questions after a while. Oh, very interesting. Are we both going to do it? I mean, I want to do it. You hate Commander, so you, do you want to yeah. do it? Yeah, I, I found the answer to mine. It's none. You go right ahead. <laughs> Yours is, uh, who's, oh, you know my favorite Commander story uh, is, I've forgotten her name, Phage. Uh, someone built a Phage, a mono like Phage deck, right? Yeah. Which says that, you know, it, when she ends the battlefield, if you didn't cast from your hand, you lose the game, right? So, you have mm-hmm. Phage as your commander, which means that- at, you play it, you die? At the very worst, you die on turn seven. Okay. It's the perfect way. It's like, oh, sure, I'll play a game of commander with you. Here's Phage. Yep, turn seven. Oh, Phage is untouchable. Good game, everyone. Thanks for playing with me and you can leave. That sounds like a commander deck for me, man. Exactly right. Anyway, all right. Who's my commander? I'll start quiz. <clears throat> Let's go. Dennis, I'm going to rely on your, your aid here, uh, your help. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to help me uh, navigate these treacherous waters. Do I have fun playing lots of creatures or just a few? The more the better. Creatures are important, they need support, or I don't need, need too many creature cards in my deck. Hmm. I think you like flooding the board. I don't love flooding the board. I, th- I'm cl- I think I'm on the middle one. I like Creatures are important, they need support. I don't play just like creature decks for the sake of it. I always, yeah, you like, don't play tokens, my, yeah. Yeah, all of my creatures have something going on. Like whether it's, like my blink deck is mostly creatures, but they're not good creatures, right? They're like yeah, tutus with spell. Brago or whatever is doing the lifting there. I, I think I'm going to say the one. Where should that support come from? Oh, right. Okay, so now this this question re, like references the previous one. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want to go back and find out what the other ones say. 100% run? Oh my God, I'm going to be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where should support come from? Effects that can... Provide consistent steady buffs that reinforce my creatures with many more, that augment, augment my creatures' clever nature, small stat lines are powerful, but it's this one, uh, or that generate more mana and make cards cheaper because my creatures are big. No, no, augment my creatures' small, small stat lines but powerful abilities, definitely. Yep, easy. Mm-hmm. If you got to design a creature and had to pick one of these effects, which would have, ooh, looting or rummaging, enters the battlefield ability, it's going to be that, an activated ability or a triggered ability, definitely enters the battlefield. Yep. The battlefield tri- uh, enters the battlefield ability, that way I can find ways to recast or retreat. This is me all over. Mm. How complex do you want your mana base to be? Two colors or less, three to four, or five colors or bust? Wow. I don't know. That's tough. I, I mean, I've got a four color deck, but I do like playing lots of basics. So two colors is. I think three is the sweet spot for me. It's three, right? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think lumping three and four together is a bit much because like going to four is a big commitment. I don't know. Is it in if, Commander? Like the difference between three and four? Actually, I actually don't think it's that big. Maybe mana not. Mana base wise. 
Okay. If you had to pick which three color, uh, three color combinations you prefer, shards or wedges? Ah, right. So allied stuff like Bant, Esper, Grixis, or an enemy like Abzan, Jeskai, Siltai. What's the answer for you? Allied. Allied? See, I think it's... I, I like I like, I like uh, Mardu and Jeskai a lot. Yeah, yeah I mean... I think this question is really which of these 10 is your favorite and therefore which camp does it go in, to be honest? Yeah, I think so. I'm just going to go witches. Blue can be a divisive color. How do you feel about playing it? I'm a blue player through and through. Some blue would be fine uh, or I prefer not to play it if I can avoid it. Nah, I'm just in the middle, I think, on that one. Let's talk theme. Which of these do you prefer? A theme based on a specific card type like Artifacts of Lands, a mechanical theme based on a particular keyword or type of effect, or a tribal deck theme based on a particular creature type and the synergies? I mean, it's got to be the, the tribal deck. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, Knights, mate. Knights Tribal. I got a Knights Tribal deck. What's more fun? Classic creature type that's been around since early Magic or something newer? Classic, mate. Knights. Tribal <laughs> decks often feature lords that give all your creatures. Oh, we're going deep on tribal here, stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, give all your creatures plus one, plus one. How many should your deck have? As many as possible. Yep. Different creature types have different strengths. Which of these sounds more fun? Exponential growth. The more you have, the stronger they are. Sheer numbers. I think, I think you're falling down the goblin hole, man. Recursion and versatility. Oh, mate. Am I a goblin mage? I, you, I think you were steering towards some sort of blink deck early on. Some sort of like like a Bant three or four color Brago yeah. type deck. I was not Brago. It's the commander. Only two colors. But now, now I think you're coming back down the goblin path. Oh, no. Uh, exponential growth, <clears throat> sheer numbers, recursion of versatility. Um, and this quiz does, I believe, duck and weave back and forth before it lands you somewhere. Versatility, I think. Oh, no, we're done. Okay. It's like loading. Yeah, okay. To get your results on the mailing list. Really, okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Put this in. There we go. And let's go, baby. Give me it. Yeah, Brago, King Eternal. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, Did you have a Brago deck? Uh, Brago is in my commander deck, but the the blink deck is. I, I do play four colors in that. It's it's Bant splashing red for um, uh, Mind Claw Shaman and Is it Chronomancer? <laughs> so who's the commander? Uh, the two eight Kineo and um, Tiro Tiros. Oh, was it? and Tiro. Yeah, you gave me the yeah, deck. To, to I did. Yeah, Brago's yeah. Brago's a better deck than that. Brago's a better commander for that, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but then you can't play Wood Elves, man. Yeah, but whatever. You can like you could just you can't play co- No, you can't play Coiling Oracle. Yeah, nah, but nah, 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 dude. You're not you're not taking Farhaven Elf off of me, man. Nah. Brago, you want to Bra- know what, you, you want to know what the best Brago combo is? Go on. My favorite is go Parallax on. Tide. Oh, where you blink it and just keep all their stuff exiled? No, no, no. The stuff comes back, but um, you play it. You remove four fading counters to. It's it basically it basically with Brago, it's just two blue blue destroy four target lands. <laughs> oh gross! Yeah, it, that can. Oh right, sorry. I was thinking of para, what did you say? Parallax Tide. You think of Parallax Wave? Yeah, I was thinking of Parallax Wave. Yeah, Parallax yeah, par- Tide is the same thing, but for lands. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you exile four lands, and then you flicker it so it gets all the fading counters back. Their lands come back in. You exile them again. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. You're a nasty boy. All right. Great, well, I'll take Brago. That works. All the tribal stuff kind of didn't come together. I guess I, I, I guess I didn't con- convince Eric that I like tribal stuff that much. Yeah, and that is true. Like these are coming off like an old '80s style computer with like tape coming out of it, and Eric yeah. is reading all the results one by one on magnetic tape and shipping them back out by fax. So typing them back in. Yeah, yeah. If it does, if it does take a little while, sometimes that's why Eric's probably just gone to the bathroom. <laughs> 
He's just getting a quick sandwich before he comes back in and gives you results. Uh, that was good fun. I, I, I have to say, I'm not going to do this on the podcast, but like, I do want to go back and like explore some of the other ones to to get like to see what I get. Yeah, if the, I, the, <laughs> this quiz definitely has more replay value. It does. It does have more replay value. I now want to get the good ending. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, that's good fun. All right, channelfiber.com slash commander quiz or just bing mm-hmm. it, obviously. Just bing it. Um, just bing it. Just bing it. Do they use that as a slogan? Because they should. I'm sure they do. Riley, I, t- I tried to go to bing dot type that right now and to get to it, I googled the word bing. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I, just, you know there's that thing, don't sh- if you come at the king, you better not, shoot at the king, you better not miss. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even take the shot, to be honest. You never toppling Google. You never top on Google. Anyway, Dennis, we've got a raft of uh, of, uh, of questions to get across. You want to kick us off mm-hmm. with our first one from Fjork? For, first one comes in from Fjork, famed singer. Uh, Dear Smart, long-time listener, first-time caller, etc. I have an actual advice question for the lads to pour over. During the dark times, I've been running Pioneer Constructed Nights over webcam once a week for my local store. Usually we get the same five or six people playing tier two-ish decks. The events are casual and friendly to back, you know, lets people, let people do taxi backsies, backup misplays, etc. But the regular crowd is mostly good players who used to regularly play GPs and PTQs back when those were available. Recently, a younger player around the age of 13 or 14 very enthusiastically expressed interest in joining and put a deck together to play. However, for lack of a better word, this player is getting absolutely rumpadumped every time. I, I think that's the perfect word. You don't need to go looking for others. The decks they've built are kitchen table decks built from cards they picked up drafting and are not remotely at a power level that can keep up with the other players. I don't want to be the why won't this kid get good guy, but it also doesn't seem good for anyone involved as is. If we were playing in person, it would seem much less awkward to offer advice or loan decks to even the playing field, but of webcam especially, I'm worried about giving off a comeback when you follow the Dennis Trenyak two-step program and turning this kid off magic entirely. At the moment, they seem to be having fun. They've kept standing up at least, but any advice on how to proceed would be appreciated. This is rough. It's real tough because, yeah, as Fjord points out, like if this were in real life, you know, if you just at the LGS, when they turn up with their, you know, five mana three, three vanilla three threes in their mm-hmm. deck, you just be like, listen, kid, just use this deck. It's fine here. And, you, you know, you give them your spare, you give them your backup pioneer deck, whatever else, and they can just play that. But over webcam, like, it's rough. Like, there's no great solution to this short of just. I don't know, mailing them a new deck. Um, you can't really do that. Can't really do that. I, I, I don't know what the solution is here. I mean, if they keep coming back, it's not an issue, really. But it's not fun for people to feel like they're gutter stomping a poor kid. I, I mean, that, I don't think you need to worry about that. If the kid seems like they're having fun playing this mm. cool game with older kids, okay, I think let them do it. And I think when the local game store exists again, because you said you're running these for a store. Yeah. There will come a time, hopefully in the near future, I don't know where Firk lives, um, where that won't be as impossible anymore. We had this discussion, this is a brief aside here, Riley, mm. about what, what our local game store was going to do for Magic because the new the easing of restrictions has come out here and you are not allowed to have more than six people per table for anything and there is to be no intermingling during indoor events, which makes an FNM impossible. Right? Hang on, is that, is, that a, against other people. is that a... But then... Island thing, not an draft. LGS thing. We're like, right? okay, but it's only six people. That makes the draft also impossible. I think we've, we've got a huge delay. What's going on? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I think we just cut off for a while. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, the last thing I heard you say was like finishing the thing about six people at a table. So I'll just pick up from there. Is so that, six on, people. Are, hang on, is that a, is that a? Hang on a second. 
Is that an is that an Ireland thing or is that a an LGS thing? No, like six people. No, at it's, a table? A, it's an it's an Ireland thing. Six it's an Ireland thing because I'm going to say it's a weird number to get. Like if you're LGS, it's like all right, okay, here's what we're going to do to open safely, right? Six people at the table. So we'll just make it eight. Ah, no, six. Got to, got to, so got to yeah, keep it to yeah. six. <laughs> the, law, the law currently is six okay. for indoor. That, that makes a lot more sense. Yes, all right. Which means you could probably do commander, but you can't swap who's playing and who's pods because it says no intermingling. Uh, you can't right. get three rounds out of a draft because it's eight people. You can't get three rounds out of an FNM and love like modern or whatever because you'll be paired against different people all the time. Riley, what okay. do you think? So what you do basically is like you're in a kind of bubble of six people. Yes. And how right. to get three rounds of meaningful magic out of that. And Riley, you know what the answer is? Uh, you play yourself? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Team draft. Oh, yeah, of course. For a draft, it's team draft. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That makes team sense. draft. 3v3, three, three yeah. rounds, six people, bubble. Yeah. yeah, easy. Okay. So, um, yeah, but I, I just want to talk about that because it was just, uh, we had this like whole like brainstorming session in the Facebook group for the, yeah. <laughs> the store being like, how does this work? Um, I guess, and, and like, I guess like in constructed it, like you can just do little six player. Well, almost like mini tournaments and mini just, Swiss tournaments, yeah. Round well, it's robin not even. It's not going to be Swiss. It's going to be almost like a round robin, basically, because you you can't get matched on pairings after the first two rounds if you've only got six mm. people. But uh, yeah, a good. I mean, a good solution. That's a, that's a good uh, a, a nice way to adapt to to this. So, all right, let's let's use that same energy and, and solve Fjork's problem here. So for Fjork, I think once things come back, like you said, this would be a lot easier to do in person. Mm-hmm. I honestly think for the time being. Unless the kid feels like it seems like they're not having fun, I don't think you need to worry about it. Yeah. Like Riley, I'm sure when you were a kid, um, is Oliver your older or younger brother? Oh, I'm the eldest. You're the eldest. Yeah. There must have been times when Oliver wanted to play with you and your friends, and he was terrible at whatever you guys were doing, but he he was still loving it. Uh, no, he no no. You're right up until the end bit because he wasn't loving it because I would rope him into playing stuff that he would. I mean, Oliver was much, Oliver was sporty outdoors, you know, kicking mm-hmm. footballs and tennis and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, no, no, come and play Pokemon the board game with me and Reese. <laughs> you dork. Have you played the Pokemon Master Trainer board game? No, I've never heard of this. Oh, this is this a real game? So good. Oh, it's so good. So what it is, it's this massive board. Like the, the board is huge, right? You'd have trouble fitting it on a coffee table. And oh my god, this is huge! It's enormous, right? And what happens if you got you got a little trainer thing? You start in Pallet Town, and the the board follows like the games: red, blue, yellow. You go around first. You go to like you know Pewter City, and then so on and so forth, right? There are gym leaders, but along the way, the there are color coded areas where there are wild Pokemon for you to catch, and the color code mm. like it um they you correspond draw cards from a deck to order, yeah. they correspond to different like power levels, right? And so you land on a square, there's a, there's a wild Pokemon, you flip it over and you can try to catch it and you can get Pokeballs and Master Balls, Great Balls, whatever else to try to, you know, you add to the rolls basically when you're doing it. This game was so much fun that like one time, <laughs> this is how much fun it was. One time I got up early before school, right, to play it. Like I got up at like six o'clock to finish the game that I'd started the night before, right? Uh, because it was, I, I didn't want to have to wait till I got home from school. Can it, like, it was just that much fun, Pokemon Master Trainer. I've still got it. It's, it's, oh, what a game. What a game, dude. So there's a YouTube. So first of all, you can get it on eBay for about 300 bucks, it looks like. Are you kidding? Yeah. Is it that much? Yeah. And for like oh. damaged copies as well. Oh, baby. Yeah. Actually, one of the, the backs of one of the tokens had a rip on it. I think it was on a, gra- I think it was on my Graveler. Yeah. I think it was Graveler. Cause every time you say, oh, good, catching a Graveler here, don't worry about it. Um, so I've seen I found a YouTube video here for somebody called the Jay Wits. Not endorsed this YouTube channel, never heard of it, but it's just a review of the Pokemon board game. 
Okay. And the title of each video is The Brutal Pokemon Board Game Master Trainer. And then the description is, what does it take to become a Pokemon Master? A lot of patience, godlike RNG, and pogs, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, the, the tokens are like little pogs. Like, they're like little, um, they're just little but, discs. Yeah. Right, the top comment is, yeah. hey Frank, are you designing a board game? I thought you hated kids. Oh, you bet I do. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently this game's just a nightmare. Well, I, I love it. I honestly, it, I love it. Does it take a million years to finish? Oh, yeah. No, you're not finishing it quickly. Like, this is a, we'll come back to this. Don't, don't disrupt the, leave, leave it on the dining room table. We're eating in, you know, we're eating on the, in the kitchen bench here. Um, my God. I loved this game so much. Yeah. My friend Reese had it. And then I, like, cajoled my parents into getting it for me as well. And I used to rope my brother into play, playing it with me. What a game. The Master Trainer, uh, the Pokemon Master Trainer game. So did Man. you, did, 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 did Oliver get stomped? It's, it's not, you don't really play, you can battle each other, but it's, it's kind of more PVE. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you fight like, um, you know, the, the wild Pokemon, then you have to beat the Elite Four at the end. I want to um, play this game, dude. Well, I tell you, I've got a copy of it ready and waiting back in Australia. So <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's really fun. It, I like. I, it's probably one of those games now that I'll play it in my thirties and be like, "What? What did I see in this? Like, this is just this is but, a miserable experience." But yeah. at the time, this uh, this is also coming from you know a an eleven year old boy who wasn't allowed to play video games except on school holidays. So it was kind of like a little tasty, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I couldn't play it on my Game Boy Color, but I could play it on the board game. Mm. So maybe, maybe that coloured my um, my experience there because it was like me getting a little taste of the the video games I craved so much. Anyway, none of this helps Fjork. Uh, I mean, Fjork, here's, here's the answer. Ditch this stupid Pioneer event. Get your guys, get yourselves a copy of Pokemon Master Trainer. $300 on eBay. Yeah, exactly. You'll need five or six copies so all of you can, like, update it. <laughs> you that's know, a, that's about as much as a, ma- as a couple of Magic decks. It's probably fine. That's right. What do you want, a Legacy deck, or do you want six copies of Pokemon Master Trainer the board <laughs> Pokemon game? Pokemon Master Trainer the board game. Yeah, exactly. Um, Who needs Underground Seas? I've got a lightly played Graveler, mate. Oh, it was more than lightly played. Had a rip right across the back. Ooh. What? So, what is the solution here? Is it just wait? There it is out no solution. It's wa- it's kid- waited out yeah. and hope the kids to continues to have fun. And I guess just make sure the kid knows that, like, hey, you know, if you ever come down to the shop once it's reopened, you know, we'll lend you a deck. We'll we'll get you more into it, that sort of stuff. I don't know. I guess you can, like check in with them, and make sure like they're still in a good time. They're still not like hating life and getting stomped all the time. Or if there's anything they can do to. I don't know. I mean, you could send them like, I don't know what their, their budget situation is like, but you could send them like budget pioneer lists if they want to pick them up or, you know. They're 13. I don't think you can send them a list to upgrade their deck. Well, I mean, if there's, what if there's a, 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 a like a pioneer deck that isn't just draft, draft chap that costs like 50 bucks, right? Maybe. Like, maybe. that's not, that's not did unreasonable. You 50, like, did you have 50 bucks when you were 14? No, but my parents did and they would like, if, if I'm doing something yeah. that's like keeping me out of trouble, I don't know. Yeah, it's not untenable. It's not completely unreasonable. All right, let me have a look here. Most of the top Pioneer decks are upwards of $150, like even Mono Red. But, like, let's have a look at Mono Red. I feel like you could probably get Mono Red or Burn down a little bit in Pioneer. You could probably get that down. There's, like, other, you know, there, there's there's plenty of other lists if you want if you don't want to beat them to be super oh, yeah. competitive. Blue-White Magecraft. Yeah. Budgety, Human-White white Weenie. Burn's looking pretty good. The only really expensive thing in there are the Soulscar Mages and the Eidolons of the Great Revel. You can, like, sub them out. You can sub them out. You obviously just don't play Sacred Foundry, right, or Inspiring Vantage. 
I reckon you get a burn deck for, off the top of my head, 60 to $70. And that's a good burn deck. This kid can have a bad burn deck and still be, <laughs> still be doing better, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be top tier. It just has to be better than, you know, the, the, the hill giants that they're playing at the moment. So, I don't know. I guess, yeah, you could, you could go and, and find, like, a paired down burn deck or something like that depending on what I they do like this, this is, that's a good burn deck it's kind of a bad burn deck yeah well it's all right it's going to be better than they've just got a bad deck now let's make it a bad good deck at least you know i don't know i think that's where i'd be at in case you know their parents are like ah sure i'll i'll, I'll spend 50 bucks on my kid because you know par- parents do that sort of thing you know spend 50 dollars mm-hmm. in your child's hobby easy easy no worries hopefully another question here right from cyclone steve yes this is an Take, interesting one hit us go taking a break from his wrestling career it sounds like all right Hi, smart team. I'm a high school teacher in a rural area of, I assume NSW means New South Wales? It does. Well done. Riley, this is, this is basically you, man. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> how, Why? how dare you? So first of all, I'm a Victorian. Because you're from Victorian. I'm, Victor- right. I'm not from New South Wales. Okay. Um, that's the only thing, really. <laughs> oh, also high school. I'm a primary school teacher. I would never teach high school. Like, please, excuse me. Why would you um, never teach high school? Uh, I taught grade six, so I taught kids who were 11 turning 12, and they were too much for me, man. Teenagers is way too oh, much. I just can't deal with it now. I can't deal with that energy. I like little, like little kids who are still got that, they still got that magic in their eye. They still want to learn. They still think school is fun and cool. And, oh, man, I miss it. But no, older kids, nah, forget it, man. They're like, they're cynical. They're world weary. They're, you know, prepubescent energy filled with this superior. Oh, nah, nah, forget it. Um, the students here, Cyclone Steve goes on to say, have vaguely heard of Magic but never played it. What mm-hmm. is the best way to introduce the game to them? Some of the mechanics and keywords of the cards are so complicated that I don't know where to start. I learned in the old days when banding was the most difficult concept to grasp. Any help would be appreciated. Thanks, Cyclone Steve. First of all, Steve, banding is much more complicated than anything we have nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I wouldn't be like, oh, these kids will never understand. Banding is a... Uh, is a- like, I understand some of the cards today are pretty wordy, Yeah, but... All, everything you need to know is on the car, broadly speaking. Broadly speaking. Com- exactly. Companion notwithstanding, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, Magic Wizards have made a push to make sure that, what do they call it, New World Order a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. where they were like, you know, we want someone who buys a booster pack not to just be like, this is too hard. Yeah. So yeah. that that isn't a real barrier to entry, I don't think. Like, the, I, I think the complicated, you know, you don't want to start them off with Modern Horizons 2, certainly. No, I, you, you know, should get some Planeswalker decks or talk to a local game store and get what are called welcome decks. Yep. And they are the 30-card decks to actually teach people to play the game. Mm-hmm. And they are chock full of hill giants and 4-4s four with trample and 2-2 two, two flyers. Yeah, Sarah Angel is the most complicated card you're going to come across in that one. And that's a good place to start. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you this, if there's any, I mean, in rural, the thing is, rural New South Wales, they're not going to have, like, their, their LGS isn't going to be particularly L. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, that's the problem. It's a D is a DGS. It's a it's a DGS. It's a, di- it's a distant game store. <laughs> it's an it's an FOGS, a far off game store. Yeah. Cyclone Steve, here's my suggestion. Uh eBay. Bulk commons and uncommons. Ten bucks for a thousand of them or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get them shipped in, see if the kids get a taste for it. If they don't, hey, you know, you've lost ten bucks, whatever. If they do, that's when you can start to look at maybe you know, setting things up a little more seriously. If this is, you know, I, like, I don't know what rural means here, right? Because if rural means like Wagga, right, then 
you're going to have more access to it. But if rural means like broken hill, right? If, rural, if, if you're talking rural, like the absolute middle of nowhere in the desert in New South Wales, right? You know, you're doing, you got kids who are, who are doing radio course. I guess they probably don't use the radio anymore. I remember as a kid, we used to watch documentaries like as a, how kids out in the outback would learn. And they used to do um, like correspondence courses like on, on radio, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized they probably don't do that anymore because there is the internet now. And most kids over the last year have done remote learning. So all the rural kids have had a huge head start on that. Um, anyway, if you're out in bloody, you know, clacker two, if you're out in Yulbalong or, or um, Tullibigil, right? These are all real places in the in rural New South there Wales. Are no, I'm on the Wizard Store locator, Riley, okay? Yeah. Tell me, so first uh, where's, where's the nearest LGS to Poon Carl? Or Poon Carry, uh, sorry. What did, you, what did you call me? Where's the, where's the nearest LGS to Poon Carry out in New South Wales? So, it's first just, of all, Dennis, I went, it's I went just, to, it's I went, just near Gampung Lake in Mungo National Park. I went to Broken Hills Wikipedia page. Yep. Okay, first of all, population, 17,000. Yeah. It's not that small. It's very small. No, Dennis, it's not small, but it is very distant. Well, yeah, here we go. The nearest major city is Adelaide. Yeah. Which is 311 yeah. miles away. Yeah, 500, five, kilometers. 500 kilometers away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if, you know, and, and Broken Hill definitely qualifies as rural New South Wales, right? But, you know, this could be in like Milparinka, right? Where the nearest major city is, I don't even know. It's probably equidistant between Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. So, according to the Wizard Store locator, there are no game stores within a hundred kilometers of Broken Hill, which just means there's no game stores in Broken Hill, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd say there's probably one in like Dubbo. That'd be the closest one. Okay, here we go. Guess. Dubbo. Yeah. Dubbo, a city. In Dubbo Australia. is big enough. I think that there might be one there. Dubbo, New South Wales. <gasps> Basement Games, 34B Victoria Street, Dubbo. In Dubbo, there you go. All right, well, if you're near Dubbo, that's where you're going to go, right? Let's say that you're teaching up in Martha Guy or maybe in Mullingudgery, right? Or, uh, or uh, There's a place called Mullingudgery. There's a place called Mullingar here. Do you reckon they they were like, oh, let's call it that, but not exactly the same. <laughs> Mullingudgery. Yeah, copy my homework and make it a little different. If you're up in Coonabarabran, right? It's just, oh, mate, down to Dubbo? Oh, hour in the car? Don't worry about it. It'd be longer than that, but still. Um... No, what about Horizons 2 for pre-order? Basementgames.com.au. Use code SMART. <laughs> Basement Games. Shout out Basement Games. Double New South Wales. Um, no, New South Wales can get stuffed, honestly. But uh, if you're- They have secret layers on here. How the hell is that? If you're, uh, if you're out in the sticks in New South Wales, I would say big bulk order of commons, uncommons. See if that, ki- see if that gets the kids interest. Make sure you get basic plans as well. See if that gets the kids interest. And then from there, you could, uh, you could maybe take, cause the thing is like the kids uh, to begin with, they're not going to be fighting over like rares and stuff. They're going to be wanting the crawl worms, right? They're going to be wanting mm-hmm. the seven sevens and the eight eights and that sort of thing. And then it'll, I- I've done that. I've from speaking from personal experience, introducing this to a group of kids for the most part, they just want the coolest cards and then they'll start building decks and whatever else. But just, I would go to for volume, go for quantity over quality at this point, Cyclone Steve, get a whole stack of them in first and then, and then take it from there. Dennis is too busy scoping out basement games here. The big I'm channel five will take over. You're, you're a direct competitor to your, uh, your employer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Here we go. Steve, just head to the Channel Fireball Game Center in Dubbo, the one we're just opening in a couple of weeks. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to basement games? Oh, they didn't make it. They didn't, they make, didn't make it. it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I haven't been at Dubbo for a long time. 
Why would you ever go to Dubbo? It sounds like a miserable place. Oh, it's it's. I mean, it's in, in as much as in, you know anywhere in New South Wales is. New South Wales confused me. Do you know we still don't really know why it's called New South Wales? I've seen that Mitchell and Webb sketch where he gets off the um the boat. The like the the Englishman gets off the boat and he's like, God, this place is beautiful. You know, arid desert, this sort of craggy landscape yep. all these weird you know, all these weird animals jumping around with their yep. pouches and mm-hmm. you know all these indigenous people you know what this really reminds me of wales yeah <laughs> specifically the south of it south yes. of wales yeah <laughs> but no but this is what we don't know right is it new south wales in the sense that it's south wales like in the same way that new york is york but new right yeah is it also south does wales? not does not do new york justice but is it is it South Wales with new appended to it, or is it just New Wales? Oh, but in the South. Do you know what I mean? As in, like in the southern part of the world. We don't. So, we ac- we actually don't know. It just says James Cook just named it that. He just called it New South Wales. He wasn't even from South Wales. He was from Yorkshire. He called it New Wales originally. Okay. And then in a copy held by the Admiralty, he revised the wording to New South Wales. Why didn't he call it New York? He was from York. He was from was, Yorkshire. This is what year is it? 1770? Ah, it's taken. I, I guess New York's already taken. He could have called it New New York. Newer York. <laughs> Newest York. Just, yeah. you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta future-proof. Future-proof it, exactly. Yeah. Or, really confused people, Old York. Ooh. I managed to convince some Scottish people that Perth in Scotland was named after the Perth in Australia. <laughs> is it just coincidence? <laughs> no. No, they named Perth in Australia after the Perth in, in, in Scotland. But I, got, I had some Scottish people going, wait, really? It's that old? I'm like, yeah, one of the first settlements in Australia long before Perth up in uh, Kinross or wherever it is. Long before that. Long before that. Like, why are they... Why would they... Why, why would you sail the entire world away and be like, let's name it all the new, all the same stuff? Uh, I think it's because, like, if you're from Richmond Just- in England and you land in, like, Virginia or you land in Port Phillip and you're like, ah, I live in Richmond. This is my new home, you know? What would you call I, it? What would you? What, let's imagine that you're you're landing in, in some you know uncharted territory. What would you call it? What would you call it? Call the, it the some new thing, Strangecopolis, yeah, like, like whatever. Strangecopolis. All right, Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah, that's me all over, dude. You you played Civilization with me? What do you name your places? Strangecopolis, Strangactobia, Strangaxville, Strangjackburg. I wouldn't be able to keep track of that. You don't need to. Well, you do, because I was like, hang on, was it in... Okay, where was... Hang on, where's the university district? Is it in Opolis, Topia, Berg? Where is it? <laughs> Opolis, Topia, Is it Berg. in Stranjak City? New Stranjak My, City? There's a pretty good, there, pretty good ones in there. Rio de Stranjak was another good one I enjoyed. Okay, that I like more. That I like Strange- a lot more. Stranjak Cisco was pretty good, too. Yes, yeah, Stranjak Cisco, I can really... Okay, this I prefer a lot more than the Stranjak <laughs> Opolis stuff. That's Stranjak DC. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> Stranjak District of Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. That's much better. Dussel Stranjak. I don't know. There's there's a lot of meat on those bones. Yeah, I did a lot of that. That's how I name my cities generally. Because like that's my like we're, we're talking about playing a game of Civ in my in the Facebook chat room with all with the guys later this, yeah. this week, yeah. and um. The main debate is what are people going to name their cities? And Nikki's yeah. like, I might try, I might try to get mine to spell a word as they lay out across the map. I'm like, oh, that doesn't yeah. work depending on which direction people discover your civilization from, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if they discover you on the wrong hemisphere and the wrong coastline, they're going to be like, wait, what? Tanuk? Oh, okay. Strange. Um, Ronan wants to name his after famous dogs or dog puns. He wants to have a capital city called Woof. There it is. That's pretty good. That's reasonable. Yeah. 
Do you rename I, your cities already, or are you a default cities kind no, of guy? No, definitely default cities. Although I, or I usually, if I get Sydney high in the rotation, I'll usually, I'll usually, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll knock that down a peg or two. To be honest, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it annoys me because I think it's just random. Like you always start with Canberra, but then I think from there it's just kind of random. Like it picks from a random pool. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, some of the ones that it chucks up, it's like Shepparton. Well, I don't need, I, I don't need Shepparton in the rotation, mate. You know, I don't. That's is that is that an, isn't that an anime? Shepparton. Yeah. I mean, it's a real place in Victoria. I don't know. What do you want from me? Ireland Google, has Naru- some- Go- Google Google Naruto and then the name of the city you just said. Okay. All right. Um, Naruto. Naruto. Ship. Oh, Shippuden. Yeah, there you go. No, Shepparton. I thought I thought that was just the accent coming from. What's Shepparton? No, mate. How do you how do you spell Shepparton? Shepherd. Oh, Shepherd. Yeah, Shepherdon, yeah. Anyway. Shepherd and then un on? Shepherdton. Shepherdton. Shepherdon. Shepherd. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Shepherdon so much. It's not like Okay, it's not Shepherdton. I've just looked at it again. It's Shepper, S-H-E-P-P-A-T-O-N. Shepparton. She- there, there is one with a D in it. It's in Canada. <laughs> okay. We've got Shepherdton. some great place names in Australia. I mean, so does Ireland, um, in, in fairness. Like, there is Muff. Some, yeah, that's a class. There's Bastard's Town as well, which are... <laughs> Nobber, there's a du- place... Duty's Bottoms, which is very good. Fanny's there's a place near, near where I grew up mm. um, called Irish Town. Oh, really? Where's that in Every- Ireland? Yeah, surely every town here is Irish town. <laughs> every town is Irish town. Um, no, there are some crackers in Australia. There's banana in Queensland, which is very good. Um, there's uh, Manangatang, which is just a lot of fun to say, along with Yak and Danda. Um, yeah, wow, wow. These sound like characters on Hey Hey Saturday, mate. Uh, okay, you're just trying to make a reference to something that Australia... No, okay, listen. Pluck a duck is a respected <laughs> Australian institution, all right? I think you might have the key to the city in Canberra. I don't know. <laughs> pluck a duck? Oh, he would. Oh, my God. For those of you who don't know pluck a duck, oh, my goodness. Go, yeah, go to go to Bing video search and type in pluck a duck because you'll be in for a treat. Uh, no, you, no, you won't. It's mostly pictures of ducks being plucked. No, pluck a P-L-U-K-A. P-L-U-C-K-A. Not oh, plucker. plucker. Yeah, pluck a duck. Pl- I didn't pluck a duck. No, no. Pl- well, pluck a duck with, with no space. Um, yeah, this is... If you ever want to... Here's a, here's a pro tip for you, right? If you ever want to impress Australia with your knowledge of our country, do not bring up men at work, right? Don't talk about land down under. Don't talk about Paul Hogan, bloody, that's not a knife, shrimp on the barbie. That just makes us roll our eyes and cringe in the same way that, like, you know, talking about leprechauns and whatever else to Irish people is whatever, right? Mm. You want to talk about Pluck a Duck. You want to talk about Hey Hey It's Saturday. All right. You want to talk about Daryl Summers. That, like, that, you talk, if you say, oh, bloody Australian, oh, Hey Hey It's Saturday, Dicky Knee, bloody Pluck a Duck, like, people will immediately be like, you're all right. Immediately. That's, that's What's the Red Faces guy. Red Simons. Red Simon. No, no, there was, isn't Red, Red Simons Red Faces. Is that it? Yeah. Red, Red, Red Faces was like, quote unquote, hosted by Red Simons. Yes. Man, what is okay? We we are we are way off the reservation here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I, I will also say this was a mid '90s comedy variety program. There's a lot of stuff on that show that did not age well. So just I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah. Just so people know that I, I'm not. It's not a full and a full throated ringing endorsement of Hey Hey It's Saturday and all the stuff that it's put out, but some of it really <clears throat> in the uh, in the cold light of the 20th first century, it didn't go so well. All right, our final question, Dennis, comes to us from Choingler. Dear Ryan Dennis. Mm-hmm. I recently moved to a new LGS and inquired about draft nights. The staff informed me the drafts hadn't fired for years. 
That's, That's a, a name, name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> we both um, went for it. <laughs> uh, and constructed as all their support, how do I tactfully spread the gospel of Limited amongst my new LGS patrons? That's from Choinbot. Get so. seven friends. Easy. No worries. Just get seven friends, Choingler. Choingler, I've done this. So our LGS back in the day would have both Modern and Draft on Friday. Yeah. And usually there would be about eight people for each. Okay. Perfect. And there would there would be times when there was seven for Draft and nine or even eight for Modern. Yeah. And I would have to go over like a priest in Age of Empires and go up and go, whoa, lo, lo, and try to get somebody over to the side of, of limited all right how do you do it what's the secret uh one time i just paid for alan's draft <laughs> i was like i'll keep all the cards get over here and he's like done all right uh which i don't recommend just buying um, them off no certainly in my in my experience relentless social pressure at the risk of making yourself a pariah is pretty effective no that doesn't sound like it would ever work dennis <laughs> doesn't sound like it would ever work just going on and on and on about something until just grinding someone down until they agreed out of sheer desperation yeah yeah uh, yeah no, I, no, would, never, I, would, I tell you this now never work on me never work on you never, never work on me <laughs> um no i think it's tricky i think you're gonna have to like to get the store to support it i mean look like you like 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 i mentioned if you if you eight people show up looking for a draft i'm sure the store will fire it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. So you need to get on the store's Facebook group. You need to get into the, the, like chats of friends you know that play Magic and try and amass people. Be like, All right, this is the day we're going to go. We're going to get Dave at the store at the store to fire a draft with us, and hopefully that is this that is the spark that ignites the limited revolution that this store is so in dire need of. I'll tell you this. I think this is very much a show don't tell thing, right? If you if there are people who've been going there for ages, going along every week, sit down, playing their modern event, playing their standard event, they, they don't be they don't be disturbed. They don't want some weirdo coming over and bloody wall going, oh no, play this, play this, play this, play this, please, 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 play, play, play. Like that's not gonna work, right? What you gotta do is you've got to get a critical mass of people, and it could just be six, right, with team draft. Mm. Sit there with the boosters, stage a draft. Well, no, you're not staging it, you just do a draft, and people will be like, Oh, what's going on here? This is interesting. Like people have heard of drafting, people know what it is, right? Maybe they just need a little taste. You know, they need to see what it looks like. See, I was very intimidated when I first heard about drafting. I'm like, wait, how does it work? Wait, isn't it going to take- I, I told you about how I thought, what I thought signals were, right? Well, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Say it again, yeah. I thought, because I, I, read, I read like a Reddit like, post or whatever. That you was said like, like hand signals, care- right? I, I thought, and it's like talking about reading signals, which is like, oh, I'm not getting a lot of red in this pack. I should try that, that kind of stuff. Yep. I thought you weren't allowed to talk at all during the draft and that people would like baseball signal. Like if I tip my cap, it means I'm in blue. If I touch the left side of my nose, I'm drafting yeah. artifacts. Like, yeah. Do you know what? I, my biggest worry with draft was like, but like, cause I thought all the packs got open individually. And I was like, this is going to take forever. As in like, I open one pack. Take oh, a card, pass God. Person. <laughs> we do, we all do that pack, right? You, as in, there's no there's no concurrent drafting. We just do one pack at a time. We're like, we're going to be here all night. And then when I first saw, it, I was like, ah, that makes. More, they've thought about this. They've thought this through. This this system makes a lot more sense. Um, so I think dispelling. I think, think that's. I agree, stuff. Riley. That a show, a performative show of force, is important. I think you protest. No, well, that's not what. No, okay. Picket signs out front. Out front. It's dumb. It's daft. We all just want to draft. Like right, that's what okay. you got to do, man. I don't think that's the way to do it, but it certainly is an option. We'll leave that one on the table for now. Um, drafts have got to be good for LGSs, right? Like you're moving products. I don't know what the I, I don't know what the, the margin is like on them. Maybe a singles I, better. Uh, singles is, I think, the bread and butter. Generally speaking, singles yeah. and like orders of seal product. But I, I think, think it's probably they're probably they're, they're definitely no worse than fine. 
Yeah, they're not going to be like, no, no, we want these packs ourselves. We're not selling them no, to you. No, no. <laughs> um, I think demonstrating how much fun Draft can be. People will have heard of it, you know, getting them. I, I, I wouldn't nag people about it necessarily, but um, I think this is a show-don't-tell situation. And if, you know, if you've recently moved to a new LGS, are there people who can come come to it even just, you know, once or twice just to get the ball rolling, right, get the limited night happening, Worst case scenario, like, have you got a box somewhere, right? Because I've got, I don't know, I've got like a box of Theros in my house or something like that. I could just be like, bring that. Hey, who wants to help me draft this, right? Mm. I don't know if that's the best. I mean, if you don't have a box, it's going to be a pretty expensive thing to do. But like, that's one way to guarantee people. If it's like, oh, it's free. Like, if they're looking at a draft and like, oh, I don't want to pay the money for it, then that's, you know, getting them over that hill with your own product is, is an option if you if you have any left over from an old GP or something like that. I don't know. I think your best bet is honestly to get onto the Facebook group or the Facebook page for the store, ask mm-hmm. who wants to go for a draft, talk to your friends and try to get enough people as you can. I- I've done that. I like David always joked that like Dennis bring, cause I would bring Jeff and I'd bring Nikki and like I'd, I'd pressure people to all come and draft with me and like, and like it's, it's very possible. Yeah. And doing it on that Facebook is probably better than doing it in person as well because it just has, it, first of all it's it's less like in your face and, and mm-hmm. more in your Facebook. I oh, thank you. Uh, and secondly, it's it gives the opportunity for other people to then jump in and be like, right, yep, I'm going to play this as well. I'm going to get I'm going to get involved. I, I will come down to the LGS, which I wouldn't have otherwise, because there's a draft that's going to fire. So yeah, exactly. That's what I do anyway. Dennis, we did it. We solved the problem. Not often that happens. Not no, it's not too often that happens. Usually, people ask you and we start talking about Pokemon, the Master Trainer, the board game. You know, and like what we'd name a city. I mean, there was still a decent amount of that, to be honest. That's I, I, we, at least we got one question under and under our belts. Anyway, uh, a quick Charizard me a river before we wrap up, Dennis. What you been playing? So, first of all, Riley, do you want to talk about Resident Evil? We haven't done Resident Evil chat properly, have we? I thought we did last. I week. kind of thought we did, but I don't know if we did or not. Uh, I liked it. I thought the ending was bad. I liked it more than I thought I would, which is to say, at all. And um, <laughs> I enjoyed your tweet where you were like, it's so unfair. I didn't like the ending. It sucks that Riley in- ended up enjoying this game more than I did. Yeah, and that's true. Ah, it's, it's pro- Honestly, it's probably not. I, I went in with such low expectations that like even it being a two out of ten game, which it's not, um, were, were good. But no, look, I, I, I actually liked it way more. I know it just wasn't that scary. Like, oh, no, we did talk about it. Of course. Yeah, I thought we did. Because remember, did. yeah, that, the thing that you said- the worst possible thing for them to put in a horror game. You know, you emerge from that busted, broken cabin in the oh, dark yeah. of the woods. You you crawl over the top of a hillside, and what's there? Daylight. Daylight. Yeah, the yeah, worst thing to wanted. put in a horror game. That. Yeah, that's right. No, we did do it. So, what's been playing this week, mate? Well, here's the thing. I want I want to pivot this a little bit. Okay. Right. Do you have something you want to talk about first? Can I tell you what I've been playing, Dennis? I've been playing uh, reading books. Wow. You're I know. Give me lunch money. I read um I read The Handmaid's Tale. And I started reading that. Nick, Nick read that book. And I, watched, I watched the show. It's really? a grim book. It's, it's a grim show. Off. I'm sure it's a grim book. Like the book. It's 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 because. Oh, did you enjoy it? Not no. no. But that's not was the it point. good? Yeah. Yes. That's not what it's, I'm an, asking. it's a it's an it's a it's an incredible piece of literature. But like, I recommend I recommend people read it. It's it's really good. It's really. Have you watched really the show? Good. I haven't watched the show. I'm not going to. But um, it the book is. It's it's full on. No, I, and I there's a. It's funny because the first book came out in like the early eighties, right? Oh and yeah. And then the sequel came out two years ago. Oh, weird that. And um, <laughs> they're both very good. Um, and I recommend them very highly if you like dystopian novels. If you like, um, sort of, uh, you know. It took me embarrassingly long into the book to figure out the naming convention for the women. 
Oh, of Fred and of whatever. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was like, these are weird names. Yeah, off, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm an idiot. That's a strange name, but yeah. So basically, I think it was I, when it got there was. Oh yeah, the, the women were all named after their husbands, basically. Well, no, not after their husbands. Oh, sorry, uh, after, the, after, after after the commanders. Yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown. Basically, um, a, a, a like religious extremists have taken over the United States, turned into a place called Gilead, where it has gone back to like super super traditional gender roles. Um, women are property again, essentially, and it explores how that might work out, you know, against the backdrop of the twentieth, late twentieth, early twenty first century. And the impetus for it is like mass infertility. Uh, yes, that's the thing. It's it's like uh, only ten percent of pregnancies are viable now, right? So mm. women are now seen as like they 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 come one yeah. one thing and one thing only, which is make children. So it is. It's a really, really cutting. It's pretty harrowing piece yeah. of literature. It's very like it's it's it, it really knocked me about. Uh, but I recommend it very highly. I really, really think it's an important book to read because it's um. I don't know, man. It is. It, it gets in there deep. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing. I haven't been playing those video games much. Although I did start um a link to the past on my stream. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, which is. <clears throat> Fun but frustrating. It's it's one old it's, game. It's huh? an old game. Yeah. So it has it has all the elements of like, oh, you stuff this up, go back to the start, which I didn't like. Anyway, what have you been up to? So Riley, this morning, go on. Uh, I didn't sleep very well last night, so no. we're gonna we got we're getting up to record at nine. Okay. Yep. Yep. I woke up at like eight thirty because Nikki got up to go to work, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I might. I can probably sleep another twenty minutes. And Riley. You know that morning sleep where you have like the weird dreams? Yeah. The little, the little, the I'll go back to sleep for a little bit and you haven't fallen all the way down, but you're in this world between worlds where anything's possible. It's where you're like, whatever you're thinking about starts to meld into a dream Mm -hmm. and you never really notice when it actually changes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I did in my dream, Riley? I'm not even kidding. You know, an hour and a half ago this morning. Go on. I played Metal Gear Solid 6. (gasps) Oh. Dennis. In my dream. Dennis, you're a psychic. You're a medium. <laughs> you, Me you and s- Kojima connected across the world. What is this? Is this an, an imprint left from last week's tweet where he said, I am at work? And what he actually left off the tweet was, I am at work incepting myself into your yes, brain, Dennis. It could Strange be. Of Irish Town where- Island. <laughs> Irish Town. I really did grow up very near a place called Irish Town. Um, but yeah, I remember I was, I was playing as a snake. I was crawling around. There was mm-hmm. a guy in a tent. I don't remember much more beyond that. How was boy, it? Was that guy in that tent? It was, it was transcendent, right? Transcendent. Game of, game of every year. Game of every dream. Uh, all right. Well, release date TBC, but Metal Gear 6 confirmed by Dennis Stranjak's dream. You heard it here first. Confirmed. Confirmed. What are we getting first? Metal Gear Solid 6 or Half-Life 3? Or like the heat death of the universe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Half Life Three is just never happening. Is it just never happening? Yeah, I don't think so. Metal okay. um, um, Gear Solid Six. They fired Hideo Kojima, and Konami still owns the rights. So Konami would have to sell it to Sony or some or Microsoft or whoever, or they'd have to make it without him. Do you think do you think him just ever working with Konami again is just not happening? I don't think it's possible. Him working with a Konami license that Sony buys him is possible. There you for go. Silent Hill or for Metal Gear Solid. I mean, it, okay, Dennis. All right. Imagine this. We've talked about dystopian futures a little bit today, right? Here's here's a here's a, a small dystopian future designed specifically tailor made for you, Dennis Stranjak, Right? Oh no. 
you go down GameStop or Irish Games or whatever it's called, right? Irish Games. It's over in Irish Town. Irish Games in Irish Town. It's on Irish Street, right? You go there, right? New game, Metal Gear Solid 6. You're like, oh my goodness, how did I not hear about this? You go inside, right? You look at the game, you pick it up off the shelf. Metal Gear Solid 6, right? New, improved, bloody snake crawling around, guy in a tent. Love it. 10 out of 10 game yeah, every yeah. year. Just like my dream. Do you know what's missing off the front cover? A Hideo Kojima game. It's not a Hideo Kojima game. It's not made not, by Hideo Kojima. Dennis. I'm not buying it. Do you buy this game? No. You just don't buy it? No. You are opting out of the Metal Gear Solid 6 I'm experience out. because it's no, is it no, is it no true Metal Gear Solid game without, the, without Kojima 100%. touch? 100%. Like, like it is not... A, if, if it doesn't have the little fox on the front, it's not a Kojima game. No one has the twisted genius required in order to to, to make one of they, these things. They made a Metal Gear Solid game after he left and it was garbage. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, the Metal, Metal Gear like, Survive. Yeah, yeah, they've got all, all the little, like, spin-off games, right? Yeah. You say... No, but the spin-off games are fine. He's, Metal Gear Survive is the game they made right after they fired him. It's a full $70 game. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a mobile game or something. No. Oh, it's an actual game. Yeah. Oh, so this dystopia that I've described actually exists. Happened in mid-2018, yeah. <laughs> Forget it. They beat me to it. All right, never mind. And I never bought it. And, dude, I'm on Metacritic for it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... Well, listen, gamers are always very reasonable when it comes to this sort of thing. Metal Gear Survive is a good idea that finds itself crippled by an overwhelming mob of bad ideas. (laughs) (laughs) So brutal. Oh, dear. All right, well, Metal Gear 6 coming late 2023. Look out for that, everyone. Uh, Or, you know, coming coming later tonight for me, maybe. Let's go. Maybe you'll, yeah, you'll close those eyes, go back off. I I woke up, like, I want to go back. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's why you're late to the recording. Well, it's not like <sighs> the recording, but you know, we all know. Anyway, we're done, Dennis. A great app. A good, a good job. I'm a, my this, arm. This actually was a big show today. My arm is sore for two reasons. One, I got the vaccine yesterday. Two, from patting myself on my back. Very good, very good. After all right, this episode, job. as always, brought to you by the FanFox channel. At Microsoft code, Technologies. Use your code SMART no. to get all your Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Flesh and Blood, you name it, goodies. Yep. Uh, thank you to Joe Kinkerud for the music at the top of the show and Riley stay fresh cheese bags <laughs> <laughs>